Awesome. How long was that? One hour and 47 oh minutes. Crap. No, don't record in the background, dumbass. Let's do this again. Hi, it's me. Welcome to NSW, aka Not So Whimsical. My name is McCole, my favorite seasoning is lemon, and I will be your host forever and ever. I will be inviting different people from different walks of life, share some food or drink we have lying around the house, and hopefully make you giggle. Okay, bye! Hi, it's me, and welcome to Not So Whimsical. I'm here with my friend Tatiana, who's a badass, a total queen, and currently out of a job like me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> when you put it together like this, this that doesn't sound cool at all. Oh my god! And cute, and so tan because she was in Spain for Ibiza. how long were you? Th- oh my god, every day week was- in Ibiza. Yeah, you were in Ibiza, yeah. but also in Barcelona. Yeah, four days in Barcelona, then week in Ibiza. It was a total nightmare for me. Like I was watching your stories, I'm like, she's still not home. <laughs> when is she coming home? So how was it? Oh my god, it was amazing. Just today, I was in Meg- Veg- uh, Vegan Mania, whatever festival in Donavindel, and there was one, one, uh, like, one bag with, with the logo that what, what happens in Ibiza never stays in Ibiza. So now I, I'm kind of freaked out, you know, that it really will, yeah. will not. I mean, what happened? I mean, did things happen? Because I kept no. dreaming that you were picking up men, and Peter was like, Peter is her friend, and Peter was like, Tatiana, what are you doing? And like that, you locked the door, and he couldn't get into the house, and. I have a lot of imagination. Yeah, you do. <laughs> this didn't happen, but well, when we are talking about Peter, so we were in a club, like a couple of thousands of people. The call, the club is called Amnesia, and we really had one like day after or two, day, <laughs> two days after. And the guy literally won the dancing competition in the club in Ibiza. Peter can dance? Oh my god, he literally won dancing competition. Can you imagine? No. I mean, we just won like a couple of free shots, but who cares, right? It was so much fun. And I have lots of videos about it. And that's what I'm kind of, you know, freaking out that it's not going to stay in pizza and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so we had lots of fun, lots of 10. Oh my god. That's, that's literally what I need at this point of my life or at this month. Or I don't even know how to call this phase or what's going on, what I'm going on. And this time i don't know but yeah like literally unwind like not think about the problems or future or past just like be here see the barcelona enjoy the party in ibiza enjoy amazing amazing beautiful beaches in formentera and and this kind of stuff so but i understand i mean the problem is i think you can't unfeel right so like you can't just sit there and be like oh there's a thought go away yeah you can that's what i did like for one week yeah, but now that you're back. Oh, now no. <laughs> oh my God, no. Yeah. I cannot literally, I wanted to, I want to read and I cannot like literally read. Like, same, I'm same. trying to get through Power of the Now, now from Eckhart Tolle and I really cannot get through the sentence without thought coming in and jumping to the, whatever I'm doing. So this is really hard right now. Yeah. But I was also expecting it, kind of, a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to get back, always like get back to that, I don't know, original positive thoughts that it's still okay. I got some kind of plan. I'm just a little bit scared that now this is becoming reality. I am like finishing my job. Like I have one last week at the office, at a horrible office. And, <laughs> and then, <laughs> it's yeah. not that the company is horrible. No, I'm just trying to be funny guys. I have one last week at work and then basically it's done for me right so right. it's getting close and I'm just 
trying I, I don't know yeah like reality is starting to hit oh my god it's mm -hmm. kicking in mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. bad I have the same thing I'm like I keep dreaming about things I'm gonna do and then I wake up I'm like Let's just sleep and eat Cheetos instead. Oh my god. I had dreams about with babies in a dreams. Like for past couple of days. And I looked it up and it's like when you see the baby, I mean it means luck and your future is gonna be amazing and this kind of shit. So yeah. I'm so happy. I mean if it's gonna be like, oh my god, you're gonna screw up and your future is horrible, I will just like, okay, I'm not gonna take internet yeah. seriously. <laughs> but it's a positive stuff in there. So but I'm dreaming about babies, but apparently it means luck in the future. Dreams so. about babies also apparently means things like new beginnings. Exactly. That's so nice. I guess that's where I am and I suddenly yeah. I'm dreaming about babies like last night, twins literally twins somebody abandoned twins and i was trying to take care of them i was on a ship like some cruise in amsterdam something like that and i met my oh my god yeah i'm just craziness literally i wonder what it means if you dream of winnie the pooh oh because i dreamt of winnie the pooh did you look it up no wait <laughs> should i i mean this is so strange okay If this is gonna mean something, I'm gonna die. Dream of Winnie. No, not winning money. I mean, dream of Winnie the Pooh. Ah, Pooh's dream. Heffalumps and woozles. Does anybody understand how serious this is? <laughs> Winnie the Pooh quotes. No, I'm. Se okay, fine. Dream of yellow bears meaning. That's what I'm gonna do. Pooh meaning. Or just bear. Oh, there is. Yeah, dream meaning of Winnie the Pooh. Dream what? interpretation. Are you kidding? What does a Winnie the Pooh mean in your dream? What does a Winnie the Pooh? Like, it's like, oh, there are many Winnie the Poohs. I have a Winnie the Pooh at home. <laughs> <laughs> the golden teddy bear belonging to Christopher Robin was brought to... I don't care. What? What does Winnie the Pooh mean in dream? Oh, my God. Oh, it was a fake thing. It What is the dream? Dream interpretation. Audiobooks from Audible. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, this is going to have the answer for me. Well, let's make up something. So we need a pool. So he's yellow, right? So it means gold. So gold is rich and you're going to be happy and rich and like happy forever and rich forever and this kind of stuff. You no, like I it? Had, it was a very stressful dream. It was like my ex. I, I told you a little bit of the dream. My ex boss, which sounds like ex box. <laughs> my ex boss was like, because he was trying to be compliant in terms of like work relationships mm -hmm. and very professional. So he was like, you were the queen of the Winnie the, you were the Winnie the Pooh queen. And I'm like, Somehow my brain was like, oh my God, this is like the biggest compliment you could ever receive. <laughs> oh my God. So I flew. Oh yeah, so I did dream of babies. Yeah, because I was staring at you while you were talking about the dreaming of babies. I dreamt that he had two daughters. And so I dreamt that I went to the Heathrow airport, which is huge and annoying. And so I went there and I asked them for the Winnie the Pooh cake mix, which is yellow and it has chocolate bits in like it. Like for the kids. I guess. Okay. And like some kind of, I think it was another chocolate or something. And then there was like a garage closing. And you know in the movies when like you slide through yeah. the garage door and it almost closes? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, ex-boss, I wanted to bring you this. He's like, why? And I'm like, because this is, you said I was a Winnie the Pooh. And he's like, then shouldn't you have this for yourself? And I'm like, what? And then there was a dance competition. And where are the babies? This is insane. You talked about dance competition. I had a dream of a dance competition. Like, I was competing and sweating. Super hard. What? Yeah. That's why I kept staring at also you. Also in Ibiza? No, um, not Amnesia that Club? detail, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't go that far. But yeah, it was a pretty, like, intense and, like, very active dream. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, mine was active as well. It's like to take care of babies, it's very like difficult. Oh, yeah. I woke up so tired. No. And then I had to clean the apartment. <laughs> I'm working day and night, literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is going to be your last week. What are you planning on doing? Well, working. Call in sick? No, I have a new colleague I would like to, like, you know, help her out so she would be prepared once I'm gone. So, yeah. Like, that's gonna help. Sorry. <laughs> I, I just mean, like, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> Try to help out and I will just enjoy. And what I, what is really interesting to me, so on Friday, I was speaking to two colleagues of mine. They're very cute girls. And they literally asked me, like, what's going on in my life because I'm glowing as crazy. And they see me so happy, like, what's going on if I have a new man or what's going on in my life? Do I know these colleagues? Yeah, sure. Okay, des describe them to me. <laughs> no, two beautiful recruitment ladies. Oh. Hungarian and Austrian. So they were nice and saying that you're glowing? Yes, that I'm suddenly glowing and what's going on in my life. If it's just, if I'm happy, they asked me if I'm happy about leaving the job or if I have a new man in my life, or suddenly they see me glowing, little, they, they use the word glowing, and I was like, really? Because I feel better. I mean, I'm still like stressed about some future or something, but I'm still happy. You feel light, don't you? Now it's like, you know, mixture of light and the navy, yeah. because I don't actually have backup plans. It's like first plan. time in my life, literally. One thing I have to tell the people who are listening, which might only be you and I, um, <laughs> Is but I've been listening like a couple of times, so it's going to be like you know, <laughs> more. What I wanted the people of the podcast mm -hmm. listening crowd. See, I shouldn't have drank. I thought drinking would be such a fun idea. Now I can't speak to know. Without you, I'd be drowning. I don't feel like you would be. I don't think I did anything. I just asked you like your No, plans. you were there because I felt so accountable towards you. Like I need to be doing something or Tatiana will get worried. And when I said like, yeah, depression. And you were like, hey, you said depression. That's funny. And I'm like, it's true. And you're like, what? <laughs> you had so much heart. Like you didn't judge me ever. You were always no. like, that's fine. But you don't have to sit at home all day. Yeah. You know, and that was, that was amazing. Because my partner didn't know how to deal with the situation. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know how to deal with the situation. Yeah. My friends were very much like, can I do anything for you? And I'm like, could you come to my place? No, sorry, I'm really busy. Yeah, I don't think I did much. I just asked you. And basically what I wanted you not to do is be at home all day long. Yeah. I went through something very similar a couple of years ago. Like maybe, I don't know, six years ago. I was working so like when you crazy. were like 12. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it was my first uh, job. As a 12-year-old. Yes. <laughs> In Slovakia, we do that. Um, you got to work hard for life, you know, basically. <laughs> Get out of the country, I guess. So, <laughs> I, I had something very similar and I didn't know what I'm going through. But now, now that I'm older and wiser, 18, I know and I could... I can put label on it. It was a burnout and that's what I did. I was at home and I didn't know what to do and I was scared for life to go out and stuff. I got to the point where I was scared to go out of the apartment, basically. I was scared to get to the car, get to the bus, get to the sun, anything. At home, you are drowning. When you are at home, you got to go out, see the world because the world is amazing. People are amazing out there. People are predominantly like amazing literally in the world. So that's what I didn't want you to do, you know, to be just at yeah, home, watch Netflix all day long or Instagram and that's it. I was so mad sometimes when you'd ask me like, how are you? I'm like, mm -hmm. 
I'm not going to tell you the truth because I'm embarrassed. I've been touching myself for five hours or something. Um, oh, I'm, I'm actually happy that you did it at home, this touching, you know, that you weren't out. <laughs> you can do whatever you don't, you know, what you want, you know, so it's okay. It's can we just talk about how annoying it is that people keep like in their in their Instagram bio and they always have to label themselves feminist? Isn't it something that should just be obvious? Like mm-hmm. we should all just be at that point. Yeah, but we are not there yet, you know. We I are know. like in the process but of like in your Instagram bio, mm-hmm. or, like when men say I'm an intersectional mm-hmm. feminist, I'm like <sighs> mm-hmm. I feel like everyone wants to belong to a club. Mhm. Because it's really scary not to. Like, for the longest time when I was dealing with my mental issues, I was like, I can't label myself depressed because I don't have any proof. Mm-hmm. And now with the burnout that then spiraled straight into depression, I think what happens is that depression was always there. Mm-hmm. And just now I'm having an episode that is being monitored, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And so now I'm like, I talk about it on Instagram, for example, in my stories yesterday. And I was like... I'm now finally allowed to say it, mm-hmm. to use the term. Do you want to put it to your bio now? You what, depressed? Yeah. <laughs> That's no. what you want to say? No. I think having it in the bio would be cool. <laughs> 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 no, not really. I kind of don't care about this bio thingy. What is very interesting to me, what you said is like, now you are allowed to say it because you have some kind of paper for it or some kind of confirmation or proof or something. Yeah. That is ridiculous. That we are like that, that yeah. we are wired like that, or that we, that, yeah, that we yeah. need some kind of paper com- yeah. confirmation from the doctor or somebody. I mean, I didn't get a confirmation from the doctor for being feminist, so I guess yeah, we're all yeah, liars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's because the stigma and the inherent internalized thing of like, I can't be sick in the brain. Like, that can't be. Okay, sure, I'm sad, I'm suicidal, <laughs> but who isn't? And mm-hmm. when people would talk about depression, they'd always be like, I have crippling depression. I have, I struggle with depression. No one says I live with depression. Mm-hmm. I can't be that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would mean I'd be sad. Mm-hmm. Sure I am, but, yeah. you know, I think that's really hard. And yeah, I mean, I didn't get the confirmation from the psychiatrist, for example, who was a total dickwad mm-hmm. and said like, yeah, I think you just need sleep. And as you noticed, it immediately pulled me down and I'm feeling sadder than ever about You're it. You're completely different than before. Than literally before my vacation and after my vacation. Yeah, because I was like, I'm dealing with it. I'm handling it. And then I go to this neurologist, psychiatrist, dickwad, mm-hmm. who just says like, you have depression, but I don't know which type. I understand. Depression is very broad. But when I said I have burnout, he's like, yeah, that's not a real thing, though. What? So I just got an, a, a friend who, uh, who sent me the name of another doctor, and I'm going to see him. Yes. I've told people in the past, like very, what's her name? Betty Cooper from Riverdale. I'd say things like, I have this darkness in me mm-hmm. all the time. And people would be like, that makes sense. But my family would be like, you're stable, <laughs> which I'm not mad about at all. I understand. Yeah. You don't want your child to... to to be sick because it's invisible, that sickness. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are symptoms. But it doesn't mean that you don't have to acknowledge it. For sure. But, you know, I think it's also about educating yourself about it. Mm-hmm. And when I studied psychology for like six months and now still think I'm a therapist, that's when I started having panic attacks. Mm. There was this celebrity that came to our uni. So I saw that celebrity, <laughs> started getting a nosebleed, had a full-blown panic attack, didn't know what to do. 
I saw yeah. them. Something was triggered. Yeah. I don't know what it was, yeah. and I don't care too much about it. I'd have panic attacks every day from that day on. It's very interesting how intuitive I was about it, mm. because something they tell you about panic attacks is many people think it's a heart attack. Mm. So what you're supposed to do is like touch yourself, look at your surroundings, and be like, okay, I'm alive, I'm okay. And that's exactly what I did. When I said um, touch yourself, I meant like touch your arms, touch your legs, touch your face so that you know that you're here. Because for me, sometimes it feels like I'm floating. Uh, okay, back to the podcast. <laughs> I breathe through. Last time I had uh, I had it in the yeah in the store when I was picking some gro- groceries and it was crazy, but literally. I think that's why I understand you. Like that's why I can talk to you about shit, and that's why I kind of understand you, whatever you tell me, yeah. because we have some similarities. Basically, like suicidal is nothing new to me in mm. neither mm. panic attacks. No, 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 car accident. Oh no. Oh yeah, we both had car accidents. I mean. <laughs> I mean, that's why I like I think I can like feel you sometimes or maybe when you think that I helped you a lot that that's basically me advising you based on some kind of my experience already so when I told you about the depression I was so scared of your reaction why you're gonna be like stop don't do it don't take the meds but you were actually so nice about it because based on the reactions mm. I'd had with mm-hmm. other people you know like mm-hmm. when I told my family I was taking medication yeah. They were like, oh my God, don't do it. Oh my God, that's so bad. You're going to get addicted. I wish I had this kind of experience in a way because I did nothing about it. I didn't know that some shit is going down. What kind I, of experience do you mean? Like that you went to, th- that you are going to therapy three ah, times a week, that you mm-hmm. are treating and you are in sickly. I was just pushing through like a blind person. Yeah, yeah. I just know, I just know now, like years and years later that I went through such a crazy shit and I'm still dealing with, right, some, 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 something in me that is still you know still there it's and some wounds or something it's not healed it's not fully healed because i didn't i didn't pay attention i just know now that i had it but i didn't know anything about it i wish i went to doctor i wish i had some kind of medication i wish i wish i talked to people or i wish i i I, yeah yeah we do have things that like we can relate to each other because we've had very similar experiences i keep telling people everyone who tells me like i'm feeling down i'm like take one of my pills no (laughs) it's been such a life changer for me because i don't have to take control of this one thing yeah i know that this pill is injected like i take it and Mm -hmm. then there's one thing less to take care of very interesting to have this fuzzy feeling inside and also my voice has changed not my voice but my tone Mm mm-hmm like my tone has become more quiet, you know, like more mellow. And that's really interesting. I find myself in these really funny states. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, uh... just with my voice, okay. not with like my brain okay. or anything. It's just like, oh, I don't have to yell. This is, is it the real medication or is it just the weed? Literally. Tell me now. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like weed. There's nothing left. Did I smoke weed in my dreams or something? Because I feel so, like now that you're saying it, I feel so... <laughs> It's really, it's really interesting. So for the first time, I tried the weed without the tobacco. Uh huh. I felt amazing. <laughs> like it felt, it was a completely different experience to smoke it that way. I didn't smoke it. I, <laughs> um, for me, tobacco makes me very dizzy and like I get little like nicotine shocks, mm. if you will. 
and then like my hands start shaking and then I feel like they're gone and I need to remind myself that I have hands and stuff. Mm-hmm. If your hands don't work, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I tried it without and oh my God, it was completely different. I was mm-hmm. cooking and laughing and like putting pans away and they made loud noises. I'm like, Shh, oh my God, stop it. <laughs> but yeah, I smoked it all. <laughs> I okay, like so it. it's just basically medication. It's medication okay. and also my state of mind. Yeah. Of just being like, sometimes I will just sit and draw roses all day. I drew those fucking roses. I don't know if you saw that in my story for three hours. Mm-hmm. I was just drawing ugly ass roses. And I watched Pose. Why? You know, the Netflix show. Because I decided I'm a drawist now. Mm. Not an artist, <laughs> but a drawist. How is the Pose? Oh, I'm wondering. Pose is really good. Really? Yeah. I mean, Ryan Murphy is special. Did you mm-hmm. watch Glee? No. Did you watch Nip Tuck? No. Did you watch American Horror Story? We asked which one. No, no, actually, no. It's just American Crime Story, I guess it was. It's all from Ryan Murphy. Oh, no. So he's, he's really special because mm-hmm. he has many... He's the kind of person I aspire to be in terms of like being a director one mm-hmm. day. I was going to say in 100 years, but, you know, let's go for 100 days. <laughs> Because that's so manageable. Let's do 100 hours. Yeah, in 100 hours you'll find me being you'll a director. Find me on Netflix. What I like about him is his versatility. So Glee is, you know, Glee. But then there's Nip Tuck, which was a really, really special show. I think he likes... Nip Tuck? Yeah, Nip Tuck was a show with... Did you watch Charmed? It's about witches, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you see that demon, it's Cole? Ali Alisa Milano? Yeah, Alisa Milano and... The, the, the girl from Dory Beverly Hills and, and, and uh, Piper Pipe, oh, the, yes I know and yeah. there was this demon and he was amazing he was super hot like yes. black hole oh my God. exactly yes. and he plays in Nip Tuck really yeah and I d- only what is watched, he doing now I don't know okay so in the show he gets chest cancer which is kind of wow that's very broad <laughs> yeah that's like one of the like later episodes actually I never watched it but my dad loved the show oh so Ryan Murphy loves, he's very good with violence. Uh-huh. American Horror Story is crazy. Disgusting. Like, yeah. I love it, but I can't eat for a week. So yeah. that's why I watched the show really fast so I can eat again. Oh. Like, we tried eating ravioli once, my partner and I, and it was hard because, you know, ravioli have tomato sauce. And, <laughs> oh. and we were just like, <laughs> it was disgusting. Pose, it's it's just a really, really good show. It's yeah, like, I'm going to check it out, actually. I wanted to. It's it's also the biggest trans cast there ever was. Really? Cool. Yeah, That's well, amazing. So the show is really good. Amazing yeah. actresses. I think we're going to get to the questions yeah. now. Yeah. What is your zodiac sign? Aquarius. How do you relate to it? Do you feel like it's a perfect sign for you? Yes. Why? Mm, well, so I know you believe in this stuff like way more than me. It's the only truth. Yeah, I know. And the moon, <laughs> plus the moon. Of course. Plus the moon. <laughs> I know. I mean, yeah. So <laughs> it's definitely like creativity in it. And also people would like to be free. And they just want to kind of run away and be free. They don't want to be kept. 
somewhere not I'm I'm not talking about basements and stuff but like kept in the relationships I mean we are in Austria right so kept in the relationships relationships are be owned by somebody kind of like, like in, by yes like mm-hmm. by in feelings so yeah I think this is but you know then I read something about I don't know Scorpio and something and there's something like oh my god that's completely me or then I yeah so well, I'm I not sure you you would know more well to be honest, I don't know much about Aquarius's because they all hurt my feelings. So they're not my friends anymore. Um, so I never read into Aquarius because I'm butthurt about it. Um, but I think you should check out your natal chart and see where your house is, all, like where you are in all the houses. And maybe that's why you have a stronger um, like bond, for example, to Scorpio, if you mm-hmm. say you relate to that. Because if I think of you, like who you could be, mm. for some reason, Aquarius... Unicorn. Yes. Yeah. Unicorn, absolutely. But for some reason, Aquarius makes panda. sense. Panda. I would like to be panda. <laughs> I love pandas. Or baby goat. I love. Be- <laughs> oh my god, Instagram. Oh my god, baby elephants and baby goats and puppies. That's like <laughs> yesterday, two hours. Instagram and me and those three. That's people. why you dreamt of babies. Yeah, but because well, you only watched babies. I mean, but yes, baby goat. I could be baby goat. If there is like such a sign, I could be baby goat. <laughs> So the reason why Aquarius makes sense is because it's a water sign. Yeah. And you're very much someone who's like drawn to nature and drawn to... My knee is sweating. Drawn to nature and drawn to like everything that is unconfined. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much like that's the perfect Mm -hmm. water sign. So maybe you should check that out, figure out where you are and maybe that could help you. I watched a video from Cut. Uh, it's a really cool YouTube channel and like an astrologer is supposed to uh, guess zodiac signs. Mm-hmm. It's super hard. Mm-hmm. Zodiac signs of is the course. kind of thing where you're like, oh my God, that makes so much sense mm. once you say it, mm-hmm. you know, but you're yeah. not going to be able to figure it out. I was born in February and I really loved it like month because it's the only one, you know, out of all of them that is, that is like very weird or different or specific, yeah. like 28 days, right? So it's, yeah. I, I like that fact. Yeah. So I liked like February and that I, I was born in February. Do you like winter? Like what kind of season person are you? I'm not sure. I mean, I like the sun. Sun gives me energy like a lot from, from the early morning because I, but I guess it's, yeah, it's, it's since the period where I was, where I wanted to be just in the apartment and mm-hmm. not going out. And then I was actually getting out so that's why I love sun because it gives me energy from the early morning and that it, it basically takes me out and just it gives you a reason to leave the to house. go out and mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. to leave the apartment and just mm-hmm. be out stay there literally doing whatever mm-hmm. so maybe uh, yeah I love like I would love to live in California maybe so summer yeah maybe but I, all of them have something amazing specific about them right but yeah I guess the sun is the yeah. best so I always thought you love the season you were born in mm-hmm. whereas some people say it's the season where you have your first memory really wow yeah I didn't know that so for me I'm a total I was born at that time and that's why I love it for me it's spring really it's annoying because spring is so short but mm-hmm. I'm more of a between the season so I love fall and mm-hmm. I love spring and mm-hmm. that's all I need Spring is like three days and then you have all of the cherry blossom and then it's over. I love spring's like mood swings. Like you get super hot and then it gets super cold and suddenly it's raining and you don't know what to wear. I love oh that. Oh my God. Because I'm always hot anyway. So I don't like that. Maybe that's why I like like, you know, sunny because you wear dresses and that's it. So yeah, makes sense now. 
<laughs> yeah, California, here I come. <laughs> Next question. What's your favorite color and why? Oh my God. We were talking about colors a lot. I don't know. I don't have one. Can I have... Can I... Don't... Do I need one? Yes. Really? Or just think about a few. Mm -hmm. Okay, a few. So not just one, but a few. Okay, red. I love red. Why? It's so powerful to me. Yes. Yes, it's beautiful, but sometimes not that good. Also, sometimes sometimes red has good energy and sometimes like kind of bad or almost aggressive energy. Depends where it is, what is it on and this kind of stuff. So red, red is like, wow, yellow. I love yellow. I, I kind of... One time my cousin told me that yellows mean yellow means jealousy, so I stopped loving yellow, literally. That's actually green, like the green-eyed monster. I think that's what it's called. No? I don't, I don't know. know. Okay. Like, yeah. But my cousin told me that the yellow means jealousy, so I was like, oh my God, I'm cutting you out, yellow. Like nothing. <laughs> but I love yellow, actually. I okay. really do. So yellow, red, mm -hmm. green, yeah, I guess green. Yeah, green is very calming and beautiful. I like to be outside and in the nature sometimes if, when I get a chance. But now when I'm talking about it, I'm trying to put all of those color on one outfit and it looks horrible. So I don't It not actually sure. reminds me of sunset. Like sunset and you're mm -hmm. in the grass. So you're like in nature and you're watching the sunset. Yeah. Yeah, I like purple. By the way, right now I'm all in purple. Yeah. So, yeah. But you told me that I'm completely like turquoise. To me, turquoise is such a good color for And you. I love it. It's, it's like water. It's like summer. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's island. It's ocean and this kind of stuff. So yeah, I love it. So not just one. No. What yeah. I like about red is it changes your complexion. Like if you wear red, everything changes. Like, like personality is different. You're yeah. a different person. Like yeah. the girl with the red lipstick is different girl. Yeah. She feels different. She looks different. She, I mean, she's not different, but she yeah, is yeah, different. Yeah, no, yeah I, sure. I love it. And it's just like a little bit of red on a little bit of thin lips, you know? Yeah. That's it. But maybe you should try... Have you ever had turquoise nails? No. Maybe you should try that. Yeah. I think it would be such a fun look. Yeah. And then green and red and yellow and everything. Try it all out. Sure. I'll be free now. I'll have lots of free you time. You can do so whatever should the do fuck you want. She has exactly. beautiful nails. Your nails are so perfect. I love They're always... So Tatiana also helps me with budgeting because I didn't know what that was. Um... <laughs> And so I was, you were telling me like, yeah, I'm getting a pedicure and a manicure. And I'm like, isn't that like money? Like me knowing everything suddenly. And you were like, yeah, but like, I need it. And I keep thinking to myself, like, do I want to get a manicure and pedicure? No, I'm the cheap ass bitch who sits at home for three days and tries to get her nails. I even got a gel coat. That's why it looks so. Ooh, yeah. That's why, this looks amazing. Thank you. I got they look like, they, like, they look like professional done. <laughs> They Thank really you. do. It took me for fucking ever. So <laughs> what I did is I put stripes on the longest nails I have, which are only, well, yeah, technically four on my right hand because I never use it. <laughs> um, and on my left hand, I only have two nails and it's the pinky and it's the thumb. And so I had, I put like little blue stripes and then dots on every nail. But I, it looks like you plan to do it this way, you know? Yeah, I yeah, did. Exactly. I was like, let's confuse the world. Because exactly. on one hand, they're this way, on the other hand... Yeah, you were yeah, successful yeah. with that. You confused me for sure. <laughs> the last question. Yeah? Do you like Harry Potter? I love Harry Potter. Oh my God, I love it, I love it, I love it. I remember when I first... I watched first Harry Potter when I was sick in bed. And I was sick in bed like for a week or two. And I was just watching Harry Potter. That's Literally. amazing. And I love it. 
Yeah, it's it's amazing. Like it it has everything. It has magic. It has amazing people. Crazy story and just this kind of yeah, this story of nobody becomes somebody. And yeah, it's amazing. I love that. You yes. love Harry Potter a lot, right? Like a lot. Absolutely adore Harry Potter. Yeah, I know. I keep trying to find like loopholes, and then I sit with my sister, who was the first person on the podcast. Uh, she's so lovely. She was super sick yeah. when she came over. Uh, she had a laryngitis. We had to pause sometimes to let her cough. Mm. And the poor girl, she was on so much medication. She's this amazing, outgoing person. Yeah. And she's very outspoken. And I was always worried when she was a kid that she wasn't going to be strong enough to defend herself. Mm -hmm. Because like sometimes she'd, she'd go to these weird school competitions and wouldn't mm. win. And mm. I'd always be like, I just want you to know, like, you're the best person you can be. She's like, it's fine. I didn't win. I'm like, oh no. My God. Like, if this keeps happening, you're just going to lose all of your willpower. She's, like, very tall. Really? She's, like, 1 meter 75 or something. For I'm 74. 1 74. For a 14. Really? Cool. She's really amazing. But, you know, talking to her about topics that are still so difficult to yeah. grasp for a young kid. Like, of course, other people deal with these things at an earlier age. Yeah. There's this one podcast I love. It's called Just Between Us. And it's mm -hmm. with Alison Raskin and Gabby Dunn. Mm -hmm. they worked at BuzzFeed and then mm -hmm. they just started doing their own thing with a YouTube channel and their podcast that has the same name and uh, Allison has been taking medic like I don't want to like say anything wrong but as far as I can remember she started being monitored not monitored that's also the wrong term started being treated mm -hmm. for her mental illness since she was like five years old oh. pretty much and her mother went on the podcast mm -hmm. and I was just like listening and crying and being like that is so amazing her mother was like if your kid is sick Mm. You're going to try to treat what's going on with them. Mm. And she was like, you know, one day Allison woke up and she wasn't who she used to be. Mm. And she wanted to die. Oh my God. Because she knew she had something inside her that she couldn't make go away, you know. And she had an amazing child psychiatrist who really took care of her. And they did a lot of trial and error. And she also, she has OCD and she has... It was just so beautiful to listen how her mother reacted mm. immediately, mm. you know? And when they say, like, you had such an amazing reaction, she's like, if, if your child breaks their leg, you yeah. go to the hospital. Yeah. It's no different for the brain. Yeah. When I think about, like, the fact that when I was five, I tried to, like, die. I was suicidal as a kid all the time. When it was snowing outside and it was cold, I would yeah. try to stand like a statue and wait to die. I should cut that out, too. <laughs> yeah. But that's, you were standing there just for fun or you were standing there just like, I'm going to stand here for one day because or 12 hours because I know after that I'm going to die and I want to go I'm, and I want to die or what? Someone from my family had died at that time. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to see them in heaven. Mm -hmm. Th this is not to like minimize suicide yeah. or like make fun of it. Not at all. I had those weird, uh, it's not even weird, but like these things about me that mm -hmm. I just couldn't explain. But now I'm like, yeah, but it's funny now that you are talking about it. I, and now that I'm raising kids over the nights, obviously <laughs> in my dreams, it's, uh, I, I'm not sure how is it from the parent perspective, you know, like your kids telling you that something is hurting or you can like, like if you were talking earlier about mental diseases or something like the parent cannot see. And like, for example, I, I was like, I don't know, 11 or something. And I had this, I was off the school like for three weeks and I had like high fever and I had like some huge inflammation in my lungs and I oh and had some issues with lungs and my and my parents thought that I took some pills for like to get slimmer and stuff 
they didn't trust in me at the beginning of the of the of the disease and i was like yeah and they told me later and i kind of don't blame them i mean the I guess parenting is also not the easiest thing to do. No, of course not. And I think yeah. what the way Allison's mother reacted is a one in a million. Oh, that's amazing. And she was also lucky that the doctors were ready to listen. Mm-hmm. I think that's also something that is important. So, of course, a parent doesn't always know what to do. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not blaming my family for yeah. anything, my parents. It's just 20, 30, 40, 50, 70 years ago, things were treated differently. Oh, yeah. If you're sad after war, of course you're sad. You've seen shitty things. All you can do is drink it away. Mm. That's how people did it, you know? Yesterday, I saw some video, some stupid stuff on the Facebook that in the 50s, the, the, when the girl was on period, she, when she had the, her period, she, she addresses it as a... She, I had my curse. I cannot go out. Curse. Yeah, they called it curse. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's and so the pregnancy, they called happening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. It was... Oliver's show or something, John Oliver, uh-huh. Friday show or something like that, and he was talking that there about it. So Lol. it was happening and the curse. Lol, a curse. Yeah, so it was completely different than it is now, and now is pretty good, good for us. Because we're starting to talk about things. Yeah, the way people reacted yesterday, I was overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. It's it's all luck because I know that my following is people who actually do watch my stories. I post a lot. Yeah, no one has to go through this. And they still do, and they respond, and they say, how are you? Yeah. And, oh my god, I can relate, or all mm-hmm. of these things where I'm like, I'm not as alone as I thought I would No, be. you're not. The people who raise those issues are mostly celebrities. They're the first ones that will be listened to, because yeah, they're a they big have, platform. Exactly. But it's good. They should use it for that, exactly, actually. Exactly, yeah. but it's it's so untouchable for us, yeah. you know, because it's so far away. When yeah. Jim Carrey first opened up about his depression, I was mm-hmm. like, <gasps> I was so sad. Every movie I would watch about him, like with him yeah, playing, yeah. I was like, was he sad that day? Yeah. Was he crying after the shoot? Yeah. How can someone be... Depression didn't mean anything to me except utter sadness. Mm-hmm. The fact that it gets as far as your brain... Mm-hmm. shutting down mm-hmm. that's extremely scary of course it is lady gaga's five foot two you know the documentary yeah. where she talks about uh her fibromyalgia mm-hmm. that's so far away or when women talk about their endometriosis mm-hmm. i'm just like oh, like oh my god these things happen and and it's it's completely crazy because these diseases are all called invisible disease yeah like, i don't call them that way but that's yeah. what doctors say like yeah have fun with your invisible disease no wait doctors say say that shit yeah of Not course like- many doctors don't believe in endometriosis really yeah my doctor is like that's impossible yeah. you can't have that that's why i haven't seen him in a while which is probably bad because <laughs> you should see your OBGYN every six months <laughs> mm. But yeah, no, although he was very understanding, all he did was just push into my uterus, be like, does that hurt? Mm. And fibromyalgia as well. You can't heal fibromyalgia. Like many people just have these constant migraines. I had migraines for 10 years. And when I heard of fibromyalgia, I was like, maybe that's me. Mm. Maybe I have now a place to go to where I feel understood. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it is. That's what I was saying in the beginning. Now I have a name for it. Mm Which before, I just never thought it could because I had good times and I had bad times. Mm -hmm. But not in the bipolar, manic episodes kind of way. I always imagined that in my brain there's a lot of drawers. Mm -hmm. And so this one (laughs) drawer would open. The sadness, if you will, will go inside. I close it and then I'm happy again. At some point, you're too tired of being sad. Yeah. 
And I think that's what you were saying before. Like you just dealt with it the way you could. But I also felt like I don't want to, yes. I don't want this to be my life. Like this is the end. Like I was very bad. It was really, really bad and, and everything. And when the psychologist suggested antidepressives and I heard all of those stories, like people killing themselves after they started to take these medications. Really? I got so scared. I was like, okay, this is it. This is this point. I got so scared and I was feeling for a long time before that, like, I don't want this to be my life. Yeah. Because you don't. No. It just like... So that's also a question I asked my therapist. I was like, will it ever go away? He was like, I can't tell you that. But it's just yeah. like, also before when you said you're going to take medication and then you're going to stop, I was immediately like, but what if I don't want to? Because yeah. right now, imagining that I don't take this very small dosage, by yeah. the way, of medication scares me. Mm -hmm. But I know that I will at some point eventually. Yeah. But I like to feel that it's in the future somewhere and now I don't have to take care of it, if that yeah. makes sense. It makes sense. But it just, I looked at it from different perspective no, no, and I, I know it is possible to yeah. overcome and to win yeah and so I'm just it's like also a kind of hope and positive thought that, that yes one day you will not of need course. it the, the goal of the medication is to just help you stabilize the way the doctor talked to me I just felt completely ridiculed they were like you go to therapy three times a week that's really expensive mm -hmm. and the psychiatrist as well like uh, how do you pay for that mm -hmm. I'm like Fuck you. Fuck you, people. You know, and not taking... Yeah, let's use this minute and this platform for, like, all the fucked up assholes that are practicing medicine out there. Like, quit. Quit your jobs. Like, Please you're do. not doing no good to people. <laughs> Go to travel or do yoga. Whatever. Who cares? Or just work at, like, somewhere far away. Just yeah. Like, literally, H&M is hiring all the time. <laughs> I actually think I want to work at a cafe. Yeah. There's so many cafes in my area. And yes. I texted a friend yesterday. Uh, he has a great story. Oh, my God. He's amazing. So he came to Austria as a refugee. Mm -hmm. He left... Uh, Where is he I, from? I don't know if I'm supposed to say. Okay. I met him, and he's super funny. And then one day he told me, do you want to be in a movie with me? And so we played in a short film together. Uh -huh. But yeah, so he told me, yeah, I work at a cafe. I can ask my friend. Yeah. And then I work, I have friends at that other cafe. Yeah. I'm super connected. And I'm waiting for his response because working at a store, of course it could be fun, but like, I want to work at a cafe, get yeah. a little bit of experience. So whenever I'm in a situation like this one, I could always go work at a cafe. Yes. So that's pretty much the goal. And it's a good plan. I like it, actually. Yeah. You yeah. know, the cafe is super cute and it's blowing up. It's really cool. It's I mean, really cool. we are in Vienna. I mean, this is like Everything cafe is blowing up. <laughs> oh, shit. No, people just come to me and it's... <laughs> there was some person walking walking on a, you know, on U-Bahn, on metro, but like where you... Sh very, like on the rails? Yeah, on the rails, exactly. And like security was taking out the, out, uh, the person up, basically. And I'm not sure if he was like on something or, or just or planned something. And then the other security went inside the tube or whatever to look for somebody else, if there is somebody else or not. So And it was just like a Monday morning. No, it was like just morning. Oh my God. Before the work, yeah. But there was no U-Bahn. Like there was no subway coming in or something. Or yeah, just it? like later. But they took him out. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, there was a shooting like in the 10th district the other day. What? Yeah, I was walking around. Are you kidding? And so like I just heard like the police sirens and then someone saying like so someone was speaking in English yeah. and apparently, yeah, these two people tried to shoot each other. Oh my God. <laughs> just like, why would and you... And you were close to them? 
Or what? Yeah, I just heard it. So oh then my I, God. I don't know, but it was like so loud that it could have been yeah, anywhere, yeah, yeah. you know? But then I was like, okay, time to go home. Ooh, light. A light. I just, oh, we are sitting in the dark here. Yeah, we People are. People devoting to you, devoting <laughs> our time for you. Yeah, it's so dark, I can't see you. And I'm like, I love talking to ghosts. <laughs> what about all those projects we've been talking about? Are we going to go through with them or not? Yeah, I just need to calm down, I guess, uh, end this job and then... Yes, but yes, that's the plan. I just uh, I just need to calm down or something, I don't know. Need to calm down. Stabilized or You're ground myself or something. Perhaps you should see your practitioner and see if there's something you could do. Mm. Maybe something that's completely plant-based. My mom believes in like only yeah. homeopathic stuff. Yeah. And since you're going to be done in a week, we can then go back to sitting down at cafes and doing things. Or just sit here and do things. Or just yeah, sit I'm at my Yeah, I'm thinking of going to India for a couple of months. But I'm still don't, I still don't know. Now? In September? I thought October, November. I don't know. I have no idea, girl. That's I, why, why I think I need the time to... Not like to prepare a plan, like strategy yeah. or something, but like some points, you know, that I will go yeah, by. Yeah, because some people are very like, I'm going to dedicate six hours to doing this today. I'm going to dedicate... No, blah, blah, blah. no, no, that's not me. I'm Phew, not that kind no. of person either. I need For points. Sure and yes. then that's also a way to like But motivate. not just points that today I will do this or not, but no. like now I'm kind like of... Like general... I literally points. need the points that if I will stay here or no, and if I will be there, what will I do there or where will I actually will go and stuff. Yeah, so no, I'm not sure sense. yet. For me, these lists always help because then if I achieve more, I'm yes. really proud of myself. And if I achieve the bare minimum, it was on the list. I didn't do anything. And wrong. I started to call them not to-do lists, or yeah. but to achieve lists. It feels <gasps> better. That's so Once cool. Once you cross something out, yeah. it feels like, oh my God, I fucking achieved this stuff. To achieve lists, exactly. everyone. I'm like, to achieve lists, like buy the toilet paper. I'm like, yes, I did it today. I do the same. Like, that was like the most sane phase I had in my life at the company as well. It's like I would write out lists that were so ridiculous. Like, have coffee in the morning. Don't forget to bring your breakfast to the office. Yeah. And these kinds of things. That would help me so yes. much because I would, you know, take off the things exactly. and then I'd be so and proud. Like, and wow, how much stuff. Yeah. Like, I and then you're done. like, oh, maybe I can Amazing. do something that's not on the list. Yeah. Just do it for myself. Yes. To achieve lists. To achieve that is lists. so cool. You don't need bullet journals anymore. No. You need achieve achievement journals. Yes. <laughs> We've achieved the end of this podcast, I think. It was it's amazing for me. Thank you very much. Um, I love that you are doing this with like real people, like ordinary pff, end of food chain people. As <laughs> for example. No, this is not at all end of food chain. I explained this to Mia the yeah. other day as well. Yeah. It's like, you're people who inspire me and that's why you're here. Without you guys, life wouldn't be fun. So thank you. Do you want to finish that Prosecco? Yes. Let's do Please. it. Please. Okay. Bye friends. Let's do this. Bye people. <laughs> Hi, it's me again. Um, this is another message from the future. I promise you this will not happen again. I'm not a big fan of the whole um, adding stuff to stuff later, but I find this really important. It was really, really difficult for me to put this out there as there's a lot of shit that we share, um, but I want you to know that if you've ever felt alone, in this big-ass world, um, you're not alone, turns out. There's a lot of people who feel the same way as you do, and you have two examples right here in this episode. Feel free to message me. 
You can find me on Instagram as Nicole Nina. So obviously, I hope that by now you know uh, you spell my name with an M, like Martha or motherfucker. <laughs> and let your friends know about it. If you're lucky, they will be really, really, really supportive. And if they're not, you can always find me. Not in a creepy way, just in the digital way. Um, 